How does this work? R Ryan, is, is this thing on? Oh, oh we're, we're recorded? Ryan! Welcome to Quarantining with the Chris's, the podcast. The Chris's are proud to present today's sponsor, Leafy Organics. Leafy Organics prana made with organic turmeric and ginger. Decreases inflammation, improves brain function, benefits heart health, and improves joint condition. Yes, uh, go to leafyorganics.com or on the gram at leafyorganics. That's L-E-E-F-Y. Get 15% off your first purchase uh, with our code. Chris, what's the code? Discount code QWTC. Also, a very special thank you to all the Chris's team members who have donated at patreon.com slash QWT. Chris's, Ryan, start the show. I don't know what that means by that, but he said like we should in the popcorn game. Do you think he meant like the un-pop popcorn game? Because I think that's like an underserved market because everyone focuses so. on like the pop popcorn. But yeah, yeah, why don't yeah. people just try to eat the regular non-pop popcorn? I mean, I'm sure this is edible, right? Ryan, you can eat this? No. Mm. No? Mm. Crunch, crunch. No, you can't eat it. No, no bad. Worse idea. Don't eat un-pop popcorn. Whoever was the... Yeah, what if you buttered it? What if you put some Kerrygold on it? You think you I don't know. Like, no. I just tried to eat that. I mean, uh, they probably tried to eat that before being mm. popped, do you think? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. 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 What is that? What? We're... Oh, we're late? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, we're sorry. Oh, Ryan! 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 Ryan, start the show, Ryan! Keep the man waiting! Special times uh, lucky number thirteen edition today, Chris. Wow, lucky yeah. number thirteen favorite uh, favorite number of the month. Actually. I think that's my. Uh, it's actually one less than my favorite number. So tomorrow I'll get more excited for fourteen. But I think episode thirteen of season two is a little yes. more exciting though. Today. Ah, that yeah. might be the most exciting so. episode yet. Yeah, uh, we we're going to the drive-ins today, Chris. Wow, we really yeah drive-in Wednesdays. It, we're but we're in but we're different in, country. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we're going to the drive-ins at Cuba. In Cuba, somehow we got down. Ryan, Ryan you got, got the tickets. sandwiches. The sandwiches, <laughs> the ones that bring us back. You don't have them available? Uh, the, okay, we're sorry, folks. Oh, our, our, our bread for our Cuban sandwiches apparently uh, got moldy, as mm. things usually do in the quarantine quarters because we go shopping once a month. Yeah, uh, go shopping more than once a month. Yeah. Um, we do have another PSA. Uh, please be responsible, uh, wear a mask, uh, and practice social distancing. I think what he's trying to say is uh, please wear an effing mask. And please stay at least six feet away from people, uh, two meters, if you're in a different country right now. Uh, frankly, no one is doing that here in the United States of America. We're all having a very bad time because of it. So mm. please listen to your local officials. And if your local officials aren't telling you those words, listen to us. Uh, yes, sure. Listen to us. Yeah. Um, or just follow other countries that are doing a lot better than us. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to uh, shout Community Canada. Cause yeah. uh, in another country right now. Oh, our Community Cause of the yes. Day is the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario. Yes, uh, since 1983, the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario has been dedicated to improving the quality of life for Ontarians living with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and advancing the search for the cause and the cure, Chris. Uh, Alzheimer's Society of Ontario provides support for those living with dementia, funds research to find a cure, 
educates decision makers on the proper health care protocol and increases awareness of dementia and the impact on the entire family. Go to alzheimers.ca for Canada or Alzheimer's Ontario, O-N-T, mm. on the Instagram. Uh, Ryan, our, our guest has something more important than this today to do. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, I guess we're jumping right in here, guests. So we're gonna oh, shorten cool. the intro up because Ryan apparently couldn't do anything right today. Um, but let's see who we got, Ryan. Anyone probably uh, probably pretty important. Let's uh, let's find out. Ryan, right, right anyone, on. Ryan? Hey, I know that song. <laughs> Do I have to wear my mask when I'm by myself in the car? Uh, you know what? Uh, we just checked with Dr. Anthony Fauci here in the United States of America, uh, Sergio, and apparently, uh, wow, uh, yeah, you definitely don't have to wear a mask when you're inside your own car there. I mean, you're only wow. breathing, breathing on yourself right now. Exactly. Exactly. You, it looks like you beat us the, to the, to the drive-ins. Uh, you're the first one there? Uh, no, like the, the whole team is back there. There's some kind of red carpet um, that I'm missing right now to be on this show and um, totally stoked about it. Hey, <laughs> you're missing a red carpet for us? No, no, it's, 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 it's happening in about an hour. So I got here early so I could show you the big screen and uh, anyway, the overpriced popcorn and all the old <laughs> posters that have been here since 1945. <laughs> Right on. That's amazing. And, and you're uh, all the way in our neighbors to the north, uh, Canada. Is that right? Yes, sir. And we say A a lot. And we pretend that we're friendly, but we're not really friendly. Yes, uh, we've, we've, we've heard that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm we're to we're on live with uh, Sergio Navarreta all the way in uh, the Toronto area, uh, the director of the new movie, The Cuban. Uh, I'll read a little excerpt here that Ryan threw up in the, on the screen. When a naive pre-med student named Mina, played by Anna Golja, gets her first job in a nursing home, an unexpected friendship with Luis, uh, an elderly Cuban physician, played by Academy Award winner uh, Luis Gossett Jr., uh, reignites her love of music and changes her life forever. Um, now, Sergio, you're the director of this movie. Uh, it's going to be played tonight uh, at a drive-in theater. Uh, are you used to now honking? for clapping now instead of clapping do you just hear honks everywhere and you just think yeah. like everyone's cheering for you yeah i mean instead of uh being aggressively uh you know instead of giving me the finger and honking they honk because they appreciate something i do so it's it's kind of cool and it's turned that whole thing up upside down like now when people are excited they honk or that's pretty they, cool yeah yeah. So uh, when people start honking at you on, on the freeway, just hypothetically, because they probably don't, yeah. uh, but you know, if they're honking at you for driving responsibly, do, yeah. you, just, do you just, you feel uh, welcomed and loved at that time too? I do. It's turned it all around. It's just like, just changed the whole meaning of, uh, of the honk phenomenon. It's, uh, I'm really digging it. Right and, on. And I, you know, the drive-in, it's like things that were old at one time are now new again. And, uh, you know, it's a return to the table, a return to our family values and return to the drive-in. That's amazing. And uh, we got our hand on, uh, our intern Ryan got his hand on, uh, it looked like a bootleg copy of the Cuban. And uh, we're yes. sorry, oh, it, uh, it said snap on the bottom. 
Uh, we're not sure if that was allowed or not, um, but we actually just oh, previewed. Ryan. I know, right? <laughs> um, we just previewed uh, your movie, The Cuban. Uh, really shows wow. the power of music, love, and connection. Um, could you talk about the movie and uh, your ride to get to uh, where you are right now? Pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean. The, the movie is very personal. It's a passion project. It, uh, you know, it's a testament to the power of the imagination. Um, you know, how music, especially during this pandemic, has just lifted our spirits so much. Um, and uh, really, it, uh, it forces us to re-examine our relationship with our elders, um, which is on our, you know, on our mind a lot nowadays, I think. And... Uh, so, but I wanted to do it in a fun way, not in a morose, depressing way, because we get enough of that on uh, on American news channels. So I, I you know, I, yeah, I wanted to do something fun and uplifting, and Cuban music is fun and uh, brings out the most embarrassing moments out of all of us, especially after drinking Cuban rum. Oh, yeah, that's that. That sounds wonderful. I mean, yeah. I, I, for some reason, our bootleg copy of the movie didn't come with Cuban rum, but yes. I think that'd be a great uh, tie-in. <laughs> I think so. I think so. So, where are you guys? Like, in uh, it looks like uh, I don't know, Ischia or uh, some place in Italy or something. Uh, oh. We uh, we're actually in Cuba, and by Cuba, it means every uh, <laughs> ambient uh, YouTube search rendered just uh, not really appropriate things that we could have put on the screen. So this says <laughs> Spanish style town. So we thought it looked the closest <laughs> like Cuba. Right. And there's no like dogs or people back there, which is kind of cool. The, yeah, it's basically uh, the COVID-19 version of Cuba where everyone's <laughs> supposed to stay inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of which, in talking with Kathy uh, she, over at the Alzheimer's Society on Terra, she had mentioned we're kind of all living in a sort of Alzheimer mind right now, or we're all isolated from family and friends. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about the importance of kind of living in a living in this present moment so we can relate to to those with Alzheimer's and dementia? Well, when it, when the pandemic first hit, I, uh, I was in LA, and then I um, I came to I flew to Toronto. And around the same time, it was like, I mean, the shock of it, the initial shock of it, I think we all felt, we're all kind of in this together. There's nobody on the planet that wasn't affected by COVID directly or indirectly. But I, the way I looked at it is like, we've been put in a timeout and, uh, you know, we really have to think about our lives. And um, I think now after four or five months, we're all kind of getting crazy. So doing the drive-in thing, uh, when we did our premiere, we did a drive-through red carpet. It was crazy. And, but what was exciting was just seeing everybody out again in their own little bubbles, like in their cars uh, or with their masks on. Uh, but there was so much pent-up energy and a willingness to socialize again. And I think that's something we all miss, right? Um, you know, but there's a silver lining. Like, I'm doing a lot of this now, like, via technology and you know, I, I did an interview this morning with Luke Gossett, who's in Atlanta, and I'm here, and a lot more connection, but just not, you know, we're missing the physical part, obviously, but uh, there is a silver lining, for sure. Yeah, I think out of the silver lining out of all of it is that you escaped L.A. Uh, and went to Canada, <laughs> where things are much better than it is for the Christmas. But I miss, 
I miss Trader Joe's, and I never got to see the looting in Beverly Hills. Like, I'm really bummed about that. You know what? We'll we'll, we'll have to Ryan. Can we can we get some more looting? Can, can, can we cue that up? We, <laughs> we don't have the audio visual capabilities yet to even show a clip mm. of the Cuban. Uh, but maybe we could start looting here uh, in uh, in the quarantine quarters uh, all the way in Los Angeles. You didn't you didn't miss much. Uh, the one thing we I love the Dunkers. Uh, one you didn't you haven't missed the the worst smelling. Uh, Hand sanitizer, though, is uh, definitely from Monrovia, yeah, California. Yeah. Trader Joe's, uh, for everyone watching there, uh, has the most pungent, like, I can't even describe the smell of their no, hand sanitizer. So it feels like your hands are the opposite of clean. Like, you immediately, it's like COVID in a bottle is basically what it smells like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrific. Uh, we're uh, we're forward to the Chris's on live with Sergio Navarreta all the way uh in the uh greater toronto area there in canada uh who was just talking about his movie the cuban and now um if you're not sitting in a uh looks like vacant drive-in movie lot uh trying to watch your movie where else can people find it um so it's uh it's opening it's opened actually in 53 screens across america and all those listings are at uh, thecubanmovie.com and uh, we're starting a roadshow, roadshow tour at drive-ins uh, across Canada. And now, strangely enough, because the numbers are so down, there's actual theaters, as they call them, hardtop theaters, um, looking to book the movie, which is kind of cool. So there, there is a semblance of like some, like some kind of returning to normal. Uh, so that's happening, which is kind of exciting. And, uh, but the rest is virtual, you know? It's a new world, new ways of consuming content. And in, uh, on that note, uh, I guess the theatrical experience obviously has changed for you in premiering your new movie, The Cuban. Uh, how do you see this affecting uh, your future movie releases and just really the film industry in general? Well, you know, maybe we'll, we're, we're, we're forced to rethink content, you know, like what kind of movies or TV shows do we want to make? And are we making it for the small screen? You know, uh, I'm excited about the possibility of maybe doing limited series, doing a six part. You know, it's really challenging to tell a story in 90 minutes where you have to develop arcs and, you know, and, and uh, deliver so much in such a short amount of time. Uh, and the writing was on the wall as soon as Netflix hit the scene, man. It's like, you know, invest in that stock. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. True. yeah. Um, yeah you... it's, there, it's not going to go away. You, you did have to have to reduce some things, so we'll forgive you for reducing um, Chris's name, spelling it from C-H with a K. That's the only one feedback we have is yeah. the spelling of Chris in the movie. Yeah, uh, Sorry, we, we know that the real spelling starts with a C. Um, <laughs> I know in Canada you add used to some words as well as a former Toronto resident myself, but uh, yeah, I guess the only thing we could say about the movie that we weren't too keen on was the spelling of Chris's name with a K. It happens. <laughs> Look, I even got swag, man. I got the T-shirt. Ooh! Right? Wow. Yeah. And what what was it, it does, like it working? Doesn't, it doesn't fit me, but it's okay. I, I'm <laughs> I wear a jacket. Yeah, it's the the quarantine fifteen. I mean, it, it, it's it's all over the world. Yes, sir. We're in this together. We are. Uh, what part, was it like uh, working with uh, Academy Award winner Louis Gossett Jr. and uh, not giving him many, really, many lines, really? You didn't give him much lines no. as a Cuban. Just made him look good. Yeah. 
he uh when you when you work with a living legend like that who like studied at the actor's studio with james dean and you know marlon brando and marilyn monroe i mean it's like you're talking about like a certain pedigree of actor that can emote the like so much just through his eyes uh and you know some of those choices were made editorially like how verbal do we want Luis to be or not and i just think ki keeping him enigmatic for as long as possible uh makes makes it powerful and he just gives so much he's just uh he was a joy to work with on set and he brought everybody's game up he was just like positive you know happy and uh and the cuban music helped as well because I, I, I played it like throughout between takes it was driving everybody crazy but yeah i was gonna say if you didn't like cuban music uh during the movie <laughs> you're definitely not gonna like it yeah after. yeah yeah uh did he ever did Lewis ever get up and uh start playing the guitar himself oh yeah yeah he played guitar uh, in, uh you know in the 60s like woodstock and like he has that background um you know it's harder obviously now with uh arthritic hands and being older and whatnot, but uh, yeah, he plays guitar, man. That's awesome. And then uh, not only does he play guitar, but uh, producer of the movie, uh, Anna Golja, and also uh, one of the stars, uh, is also doing a performance uh, tonight. Uh, How do you know that? I read it on uh, at the Cuban movie on yeah, Instagram, wow. actually. Yeah. You follow them. I you did. follow. Yeah. Thanks, cool, Ryan. Cool. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I got a Ryan too. <laughs> we all yeah. need a Ryan. Um, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she's awesome. Uh, you know, she recorded. She played. She performed in the movie, and she's performing tonight, which is exciting. And um, yeah, one thing that was fun was recording the music before we shot the movie. So I had all those tracks like well in advance. So whether it was through the writing process uh or the development stages or whatever we we had that music which is what a luxury to have yeah the, the soundtrack is amazing thank like you we just we just have it going on in, the, in our house actually we had it going in our house all day today we did makes sense <laughs> and, that, uh, and the soundtrack uh was led there by hilario duran uh duran i should say um yeah. and he is a, a grammy award winner is that right he is a nominee, nominee. and multi-Juno award winner. Uh, he's, yeah, I mean, he's a world-renowned pianist and incredible. He's very low-key, very humble, uh, but brilliant. You know, that's one thing about Cuba. That, I mean, the, the, um, the levels of education, like the musicians, even the street musicians have like music degrees. Like it's, it's crazy in a good way. Did you, did you go to Cuba at all to do any filming? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, the, the, Cuba, Cuba and Canada like each other way more than the U.S. And Cuba. You, can't, you can't fake Cuba, man. No, we, yeah. we absolutely shot there. It was incredible. Uh, the people were amazing. Um, it transcends racial barriers, like the music, the culture. Yeah, you don't feel the tension that you feel in the, in the United States or even in Canada. They, they don't have those issues. They have other issues, but... Uh, there's just a, like a harmonious kind of vibe that uh, is infectious in so many ways. Like when you're there, you just want to stay there forever and oh. live, li live like Hemingway lived.
Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. The, the closest I got to living like Hemingway did uh, was, I think it's on, <laughs> I want to say King Street in Toronto. There's a Cuban cigar place where they hand roll Cuban yeah. tobacco. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite places. And, and uh, the closest I've ever gotten to Cuba, aside from watching the movie, uh, the, the Cuban, oh, oh yes. directed by you, Sergeant Havaretta. Um, yes, and we had touched upon our community calls all week, the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario. Uh, and talking with the director, Kathy Barrick there, uh, she talked about music being the last thing to go, uh, how it's stored all in your brain and how closely uh, you and your team worked with them. Uh, which, uh, from our understanding, never really happens. You just kind of like, eh, we'll make it a little like it is in real life, but not that much. But the Cuban really hit the nail on the head, according to her. Um, how does music and Alzheimer's and dementia and, and, and doing the movie, how, what have you learned about that? I, well, I learned that there's uh, science and research to back up the findings. It's something that, uh, you know, people take for granted. Um, but it absolutely is powerful. It, it, uh, it, makes the um the lives of the patients a lot better and uh and the caretakers so i give kathy and her group so much credit i've been to their fundraisers and it's hard to keep it together you know when you have uh somebody get up on stage and say my 45 year old mom has alzheimer's and she's dwindling away and she doesn't know who i am i mean it's just it's heartbreaking stuff um so i i'm glad that uh you know our research paid off in a, in a sense but I really wanted to do it justice. Like, how do you pretend something like that? Like you really, I went to um, nursing homes and I witnessed it myself, the coming to life kind of phenomenon. And uh, it's really moving to see. So yeah, Kathy and her team, they do an incredible job. And um, I give them a lot of credit and having them involved just grounded us as did the Afghan community. Like when, you know, we had our Afghan family. We used to break bread together. We spent months with them, just trying to understand the nuances of the culture. And uh, it was, uh, it, it starts to get into your bones. And, and then when you make the movie, it, it comes out and you feel that authenticity, which is something we don't take lightly, for sure. Yeah, it was powerful in yeah. the movie, The Cuban, of, of how many cultures and uh... Uh, not even just cultures, but also different age ranges and how everyone really connected uh, as one, which is actually really a symbol of what's going on now in society. I know that the movie's been shot over the past two, three years, but uh, mm -hmm. it's really indicative of, of what's going on in the world. Indeed. And um, it's one thing that we're most proud of. It's like uh, one of the advantages of being Canadian or uh, growing up in Toronto is just being exposed to so many cultures. So we come by it honestly, and it's authentic, and it's an, sorry, my, uh, my iPhone, my Apple product sucks. Because <laughs> the battery, <laughs> uh, can we tag them on that? The battery doesn't last more than an hour. It's a brand new phone. Anyway. Um, yeah, we, we, we will tag Apple uh, and let them know <laughs> that we know that every time they're about to come out with a new uh, phone or operating uh, system upgrade, which I know they're actually doing, uh, they just like to tank your battery, so you have to get a new one, and just the cycle repeats itself. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, um, living in a multicultural city like Toronto, it, uh, like I grew up with Jamaicans and Indians and, uh, you know, Chinese and people from all over the world. My, my friend was from Africa. My other friend was from Poland. And they were all new immigrants, so I was able to learn a lot about various cultures and food. And... Um, 
it was uh it was fun dating when i was dating because uh, you know you get to meet and experience a lot of different cultures that way as well yeah how do you feel about um, americans going up there and trying to date all your women i hate that man <laughs> i hate that it's just not right well it's yeah anyways uh that and uh, our clean water and you know and sharing covid it's just it's not cool man keep those borders closed <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is is that america uh and our uh leader whose hair looks like this bandana uh was trying to keep people out of america and now only uh, a few years later we're not allowed to go into <laughs> any of those places so it's just reversed like you just just Why you can't weird. go to Mexico? You can't go to Mexico now. Uh, we can still go to Mexico uh, for the time being, but uh, I hear there's COVID that lives down there as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're all in this together. Uh, as you mentioned, um, can you talk to us about why why did you get into making movies? Because uh, driving Uber sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I love I love Uber. I really do. Um, but I, I have I when I was a, a child, uh, I was thrown on stage from a very young age and really fell in love with music and uh, music and theater. The arts in general were my refuge. And, uh, you know, obviously I, I had dreams of making movies. But like, how does a kid from Toronto, you know, make movies, Hollywood movies or whatever? I didn't understand that there was no real there was no way to parlay like my desire, my passions uh, into some kind of career. It wasn't like we had mentors or we have some film schools, but um, yeah, it wasn't until I met James Cameron and a few other people and a few serendipitous uh, experiences that led me to where we are today. It's, it's wow. surreal. I mean, it's just crazy how life works. And uh, you realize as you get older that we're, uh, we think we're in control, but we're really not, you know, it's like the universe works in strange ways and uh, thoughts are things. And as uh, Einstein said, the imagination is the preview to life's coming attractions. So here we are watching the Cuban at a drive-in. There you here go. Are, yeah. Who, who would have thought? Uh, I'm surprised, Sergio Navarrete, director of the Cuban on uh, live with Quarantine of the Chris, is that you didn't decide to become a director from the result of uh, yes. a fortune in a cookie. Yeah, right? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I never got that. I got some cool numbers that I tried the, at uh, the lottery and the casino. Didn't work out. <laughs> uh, it didn't work out. But no, man, that's, no, no fortune cookie. Ah. Um, we heard you, you, well, Ryan told us you got into making movies because you wanted to get into the popcorn game. Um, selling oh, yeah. popcorn. We, we've, we've learned about this. What's your advice for us on, on trying to sell popcorn? Uh, open a movie theater and you'll get shit tons of money for mediocre popcorn. <laughs> oh. so, so we can open a movie theater right now during COVID uh when no one in los angeles is allowed to go outside <laughs> and the people will just come like we'll have one of those like speakeasy movie theaters where you have to like say the secret passcode yeah, exactly. and everyone will be talking in jib and jive and we'll just everyone's be smoking cigars with uh old-timey hats and suits on right all wool suits oh well yeah. only wool here i mean it could work 
Stranger Things have happened. Mm. <laughs> and they've yeah. gone on Netflix, too. There you go. So maybe that's how they get on Netflix. I think that's so. Yeah. Uh, Sergio, uh, we won't keep you too much longer. As you know, you have a premiere to go to. But is there anything you'd like to tell the audience today uh, about the Cuban uh, and why they should all go watch it right now? It's a fun movie. It's timely. Uh, we all need to have an uplifting experience. Uh, it would mean the world to me, my mom. And um, yeah, it's like, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I've been blessed. And the fact that we're in a pandemic and, you know, releasing a movie in America is just unthinkable. And yet uh, it's happening. So I want to thank my team, uh, my producing partners and everybody involved in this movie. It, it took a, uh, like a village. It really did. Uh, there was like 200 people, I think by the end that were involved in the making of this movie. And, um, you know, I got my dream cast that never happens. Uh, and I got to make the movie that I wanted to make. So if critics don't like it, they can eat some overpriced popcorn and <laughs> bugger off. <laughs> Well, we found out we, we, we'll sell it to critics, but the problem is, no, if the movie's so, everyone's got to love the movie that it's going to be tough to sell popcorn to yeah. them. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, well, Sergio Navarrete, uh, director of The Cuban, thank you for joining Quarantine the Christmas all the way in Los Angeles today. Uh, thank you, man. Enjoy thank you. Uh, all of your success with the movie The Cuban. Thank you. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be honking for you uh, all the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Chris and Chris and Ryan. Ryan, you got a Ryan. shout out. You Ryan, you got a shout out. No, oh, Ryan. Ryan, put that down. You're not allowed to eat yet. I love you, Ryan. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Sergio. Thanks again, Sergio. Thank appreciate you it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for the support, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Be safe. Wear your mask. <laughs> there you go. I got Thank mine you. right here. I'm about to put it on. <laughs> two, two meters away. That's it, baby. All, All right. right. Thank you so Thanks much. Again, Sergio. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was so nice. Uh, that was Sergio Navarreta at Sergio Navarreta on Instagram or at The Cuban Movie, the director of the new movie, The Cuban, uh, starring basically everyone, uh, Academy Award winner uh, Louis Gossett Jr., uh, Anna Golja, who uh, basically had to stalk Louis Gossett Jr. in order to get him into the film, uh, which obviously worked out quite well. Yeah, it worked yeah. out quite well um, for them. I mean... Sergio really strung at my heart when he said that would mean the world to his mom. Because, uh, you know, that means our show means the world to our mom. Right, so exactly. That yeah. really got us right now. Yeah. yeah, our mom said that not only are we the hottest Instagram, uh, now YouTube, uh, Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook Live show wow. uh, on the internet, um, that we can continue to keep doing this show until it's safe to go outside when they tell us, because we can't listen to any other leader except for our moms. Well, I've been listening to my mom since probably about, well, 22 but before that like 12 between 12 and 22 i took some time off from listening to her probably yeah. when i probably should be listening to her the most probably yeah, yeah. What, was, what was the time you when, when were you on time out from listening to your mom uh i think i have time out right now as my mom is waving to me oh. <laughs> uh she probably has me time out right now and uh it's probably telling me to clean behind my ears i think is that what your mom tells you i think so oh, my mom tells me to clean behind other orifices oh that, okay yeah. uh we've heard that and uh we could talk about that we haven't had a good maryism recently you know, I, you know, actually, it's been a while since I uh, I spoke to her. She, I did have, she did mention something, uh, but she told me not to say it on air. Okay, so what is it? 
I forget. That's why I said it. Okay, yeah, great. But I remember what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, everyone check out the Cuban. We just previewed it here at the Quarantine Quarter starring Louis Gossett Jr., uh, Anna Golja, uh, Sore Agdashu. I'm going to do that again because Ryan's going to put it up here. Uh, Sore Agadashu. Uh, she was great in 24. Love her voice, by the way. Yeah. She was amazing in the movie. She was great in the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lauren Holly, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was a good a good movie, a melding of uh, lots of like generations, of immigration, touches on Alzheimer's, kind of touches on a little bit of everything and something we all need about building connection, um, connecting with elders too. I think that was one a message that I really resonated with is just connecting with older family members. Yeah, and uh, and with music, uh, and one of us has a, a personal anecdote uh, that they shared briefly the other day, but might as well share it again about your grandma and music oh, and yeah. Alzheimer's. Yeah, uh, my grandmother uh, was going through dementia, um, and uh, one actually the, the last time uh, we got to see her, uh, we watched The Sound of Music, and she just chippered on up and was singing along. And next day, she uh, remembered my brother's name. So, you know, it does, uh, it does wonders out there. And talking to Kathy, she said, what's the most requested uh, music to listen to, Chris? Uh, the Hills Are Alive, actually, The Sound of Music. Oh, wow. No. The Sound of Music, yeah. 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 So, the power of music. Power of music uh, and the power of Sergio Navarreta and everyone who was associated with making the movie The Cuban, uh, which he's at a drive-in theater and was gracious enough to talk to two strange Chris's in Los yeah. Angeles. Uh, as he's about to watch his movie being played at a drive-in and get uh, basically all the uh, all the honks mm. possible. Yeah. Do you think you can um, ride a bike to the drive-in? I think they know, said that. Do, I've, I, personally, I have tried to walk through drive-ins uh, at McDonald's and other fine purveyors, mm. purveyors of frozen uh, fast food before, mm. um, none of which have let me do it. Uh, but I'm guessing it's a pandemic. You probably could just bike up. I mean, were they really going to tell you no? Maybe. Uh, do you have to have a motor vehicle? Or what if you had a, a four-wheeled bike? Do you think they would let you in with a four-wheeled bike? It, it might be. Four wheels. It could be a car, right? Legally. Yeah. Legally. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a dune buggy. I have to. Uh, period. I have two, period. Uh, not sure what uh, hmm. whoever's not Melissa has two of. Uh, but we're quarantined the Chris's. We do this every day that ends. And why? Uh, but does not start with uh, S. S. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But uh, our guest today, our favorite guest today, yeah. 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 Um, Sergio, he started with his name. He starts with an S, yeah. So yes. we're, we're cool with Sergio. But Saturday and Sunday, we don't do the show anymore. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, our community calls all week. And one that is close to Sergio's heart uh, and work directly with him on the movie The Cuban is the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario. Check them out or Alzheimer's ONT for Ontario on the Instagram or Alzheimer's.ca uh, on the World Wide Web. Walked through a drive-thru. I have two walked through a drive-thru. Uh, fun fact, on Wilshire Boulevard in Santa Monica at one point, there used to be a walk-up um, drive-thru or a walk-through? A walk-up-through? Walk walk-through up. Um, no, none of that makes sense. No, I, I walk through makes sense. I walk through up yeah. also makes sense, but not in this scenario. But not in this scenario. Yeah, uh, I definitely walk through it up a lot too. Especially after eating McDonald's. Yes. Uh, shout out to McDonald's, who is not our sponsor today, but could be uh, if we wanted to, because we didn't have a sponsor today, as we didn't want to take up Sergio's time as he's going to a red carpet event with it's, much cooler people than us. But funny. we could probably do this here. But... Oh, do you think if we put the popcorn in here, like it will pop? Yeah. Ah, hit me in the face. Uh, we're going to the Christmas. We're going to have Ryan clean this up.
uh, after this. Uh, but we were with Sergio Navarreta, the director of the movie The Cuban that just uh, premiered uh, last Friday and can now be seen on uh, 40 different platforms on the screen. 50 plus, I think. 50 plus now. We never got, yeah. we never got how... Well, we've seen it, but how does everyone else get to see it? Uh, you can see it by going to a magical drive-thru or going to thecubanmovie.com, uh, where showtimes will be everywhere, um, and then hopefully on a platform coming to you. Also, if you want a copy, don't ask us, because Sergio yelled at us, because it says snap on the bottom. I think my brother downloaded it from a torrent website. I, oh, Jeff gave it to us? Yeah. Oh, well, we're not supposed to, Oh, not Jeff. Not Jeff. Not Jeff. Not Jeff. Not Jeff. Not Jeff. Just, like oh. I, just like I have not, not paid my Canadian taxes. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. We're going to coupon out of this. to today's episode of Quarantining with the Chris's. Please support our GoFundMe benefiting Okaizu Children's Cancer Camp. Search No Hair for Care on GoFundMe.com for more information. Connect with the Chris's on our website QWTChris's.com and on Instagram, YouTube, the Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, and even Twitter at QWTChris's. Catch us live across all social media every day that ends in Y, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Ryan, end the show.